we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Church to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 207, I believe. This is the Creator Corner. This Creator Corner happens to feature the great Rodney Fike. Uh, you'll know Rodney Fike soon enough. Uh, he's been making comics for a while. He dabbles in both writing and illustrating, but he's, he's usually kind of in the kids' genre, so a lot of my listeners... You may not have heard of him just because you probably don't read a lot of kids' books. Or at least you don't get that information through this podcast for the most part. Well, uh, Rodney has gone on to try to take on some... And I'm, he, he tries not the, the word he does. He takes on more of an adult approach to comic and he, <laughs> comic storytelling. Uh, and he, he's got an amazing Kickstarter coming up. And he comes on the show to talk all about it. So, Roadkill Rampage is the book... I'm going to urge you to jump on Kickstarter. It launches on the 14th of July. So for 30 days between the 14th of July. Oh, man. Roadkill Rampage. Uh, this is this is a must. This is a must. It's good stuff. Uh, but we go into all of uh, Rodney's work and uh, Hasm, which is the label that he started. And it's, it's, just, it's just good stuff. He's a hell of a guy. So... Uh, before we get started with that, i got to tell you all about Hooked on Comics. Hooked on Comics bringing you amazing auction action two times a week and then some. But for the most part, Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at 5 Eastern. Saturday, sa- Saturdays? Saturdays at 7 Eastern time. You get buy it nows. You get auctions. It's John and Mary doing their thing. The whole family's just... It's, 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 it's a great show. I, I got, as, as I record this podcast, I woke up to a Hooked on Comics mail call today. So, uh, find them on Tuesdays and Saturdays on NSCLiveTV.com, the Hooked on Comics Facebook page, and you can find them in the Cheers to Comics Facebook group as well, being shared out. So, uh, without further ado, I bring to you the fiery Rodney Fike. There. All right. Rodney Fike, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I've been on a roll talking to creators all day and uh nice. yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm talking with another indie creator right now and I'm I'm always pumped. Uh you know, it doesn't matter the status or the level at which a creator is at. I I respect them all and when, you know, I I'm approached with something that looks very promising and that i'm into it makes it all the better so i'm 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 happy to have you on the show rodney and thanks for coming on awesome man i appreciate you i appreciate that really do right on well we definitely got some stuff to talk about uh you're 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 known for a few things for sure and you you've decided to switch it up and that's definitely what caught my eye 
Um, so, I mean, to, just to kind of sum it all up, I mean, for the most part, you're, you're known for doing more uh, children's style type of uh, writing and illustrating, correct? Yeah. We, we started out the Hazm Productions, which is the name of our, our comic in print. Um, okay. We started with our flagship title, Peanut Pudding and Jelly, <laughs> and uh, created it, wrote it, drew it, inked it, colored it, hand-colored it with colored pencil, uh, and uh, Tina lettered it initially. And then when we combined the first four issues into a trade, we have the lettering redone. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing that. We've got six issues of that under our belts. Uh, we actually have a seventh that is on in the can. I should say it's penciled. It's not inked. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've kind of put that on the shelf for a while because we want to concentrate on the more adult-themed stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, no, Which, and this is definitely stuff that's right up my alley. Um, I actually have been privileged with the opportunity to to, to get to read Roadkill Rampage. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. What'd you think? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> so, um, I mean, listeners of the podcast know that I'm traditionally one that doesn't get attached to, to colorless comics. Okay. But um, there are exceptions to be made, and uh, I tell you what, man, this is one of those exceptions. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I'm just stunned by the art. It, right it, it's, it's, it's so awesome, man. The level of grayscale shading is just on point. You know, it still feels like it's color. It, it, it yes. really does. Um, it doesn't feel like it's lacking anything. Like a lot of just black and white, or, you know, or just grayscale books tend to feel. Like to me, at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, I admittedly, I, I can't get past the first volume of reading The Walking Dead. I don't care how good it is, because, I mean, I, I just, it's just something about it doesn't do it I, for me. Uh, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I love The Walking Dead, but uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, exactly what you said. I just, there's just something about it that's just lacking. Yeah, man. And um, in, in this case, I think it's uh, the, the, the color red. Um, but, but not, not, with, <laughs> not with Roadkill Rampage though, even though it is a violent book, the, I mean, you, you, you know, when things are bleeding, uh, yes. it's, it, it's, it's, it's visually spectacular and even tonally, <laughs> like the, the pacing, the story, all of this, because you, you, Rodney, you're, you're, you're a known writer and artist. You, 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 you do both. Yes. Um, so with Roadkill Rampage, you are the, the writer in this, correct? Yes, and I, I I wrote it and I thumbnailed out the book for Amon. Amon, Amon Hill is the artist on the book. Um, Kills it. Local guy here, from Cincinnati, phenomenal guy, um, and just uh, as you can see, an absolute phenomenal artist. He's a tattoo artist as well. Okay, I could see um, that for sure. I, yeah, I, I could yeah. see that. So he's used to going in there and with the tones and just having a party with the blacks and whites. Yep. Yeah. Um, no. I. I totally. That. That makes all of the sense now. Uh, yes. It's. Oh man. It's so good. So I mean, if the listeners just to get an idea, just picture uh, a tattoo esque type of level of drawing, <laughs> in every single fucking panel. Like it's. It's. <laughs> it's like that. I mean, it. it it's damn good. Yeah. And it's. It's amazing. We. Uh, we have a thing here in Cincinnati called the Cincinnati Comic Creators Club, and we get together the second Tuesday of every month. And we meet at a local bar, and they've got a back room, and everybody just—it's just a hang. If you can, 
if you want to bring something to work on, you can. And it's been going on now. I think it'll be five years in December. And he just started coming to those meetings and we started talking and got to know each other and realized that we both kind of had the same sense and sensibilities about uh, our influences and tastes. And um, I had the story in the back in, in my head and I talked to my wife, Tina, about, I said, what do you think about approaching Eamon to, uh, you know, draw Roadkill Rampage? And she's like, you think you'd, like, you'd be interested? I don't know. Let's find out. So I asked him, and he was, I told him, he said, what's it about? And I told him what it was about. And he's like, yeah, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's seriously, it's it's original for sure. And I mean, uh, do you, why don't you tell the listeners what it's about, man? Because I, if I told, uh, see, I have a thing where I just, you get me talking about a book and I'm just going to tell you all of it. So yeah. you, you should yeah, just no, probably. We, no, yeah. no spoilers. Yeah, no, no, no. So <laughs> you, I'll leave this to you. <laughs> okay, so it, issue one is. Roadkill Rampage is a story about a young couple, Ace and Tess, who take a drive out into the country. And while they're on the road, uh, Ace decides that he wants to play a game of chicken with the local wildlife. Um, and Tess becomes horrified by this, and she does everything she can to try to stop him. And when things take a turn for the worse, uh, the animals come back and decide to exact their own special form of revenge. Just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's very grindhouse influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a there was a movie that I saw when I was a little kid called Crazy Mary Dirty Larry with Peter Fonda in it, and it was just a, a smash em up cops chasing this. It was a lime green Dodge Charger back then, and it was just one of those ABC movies of the week that they used to have on back in the seventies, and I just fell in love with it. And that was kind of the, the one of the genesis for the book. Um, and then I have a, a part-time day job where I drive locally for, uh, I deliver and pick up cars for pharma- for pharmaceutical fleets. So I'm, I'm in Cincinnati. I go five surrounding states doing that job. And I do a, spend a lot of time on the highways and see a lot of roadkill. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, plenty of uh, inspiration to be found yes. on the road. Yes, so that's that's kind of where it was born. I was in traffic, construction traffic, and I saw this little baby raccoon laying on the side of the road, and he just looked like he was laying there sleeping, and his hand was extended out, and it looked like you could just, you know, reach out and pet him. His wind was, his hair was blowing in the breeze, and he just had this real serene look on his face. And I drove up, and I was I was in construction traffic, so I was only going like five, ten miles an hour, and I pulled up on him, and I just looked at him, and I thought, hmm. Where was he going? Who's waiting on him? What's his story? And then I thought, because he was so young and so cute, I was like, you know, all that, all that potential, all that life ahead of him, you know, and it's it's over. So it kind of got me thinking about the the spiritual end of things. And uh, um, was it a good death? Was it an honorable death? Did somebody swerve to hit him? Was somebody being an asshole? You know, and uh, does that make a difference in the afterlife? Uh, what your spirit does. So that was the, that was the genesis of, of oh, the man. book. <laughs> so I grabbed my cell phone and I just talked into it for about fifteen minutes. Oh man! And and that's how the book was born. <laughs> well, that I mean, that's that's a well. I, I always I'm always 
in awe of you know uh, indie creators uh, inspirations for a, uh, you know a, a new project they're working on but i've never heard anything like this one i mean that's that's something else man that's that's i mean it was and it's a admirable you know to actually stop and smell the roses if you will you know and kind of yeah. you know just not just look at it as it is but you know maybe kind of ponder on that for a second here we go we got a comic made from it so absolutely that, that that that's amazing to me it's all just because one person took a few extra seconds to maybe think about something besides himself <laughs> yeah i mean and, and you know that's where that's where that's where it comes from you know just experiences and things that i witness i'm a pretty uh observant but introspective person so i see things and just kind of soak them in and then i'll i'll, I'll be you know, divorced from the situation and completely removed from it a week or so later and voices will start talking to me and I'll either grab my phone and talk to him, talk into my phone or I'll grab a sketchbook or a notebook and start jotting stuff down and just build from there. Right on, right on. Well, I mean, that's, that, that, that's a heck of a way to, to make comics. That's for sure, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's that's incredible. It's completely organic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so, I mean, I kind of want to back up just a little bit. I mean, uh, how, how long have comics been a part of your life? Is this something that you've been enjoying from the beginning as a kid or, I mean, oh, yeah. what, what, what got oh, yeah. you into the industry? Um, I, I, back in 1990, I, uh, um, that, that dates me. Um, I did a, a independent superhero book with my friends from high school called the superior seven. And, uh, we did five issues of that. And that ran its course, and we did we did really well with that. And uh, we started coloring comics for other people, um, and that became more lucrative. So we started doing that, and we spent probably seven or so years doing that. And uh, as does tend to happen, life life uh, happens, and people grow up and get married and move away and have kids. And I was never that was never my bag. I always wanted to create. Um, So I went and got a day job and uh, I was kind of out of the scene for a few years. And uh, I worked that day job until I blew my back out. And when I was laying in bed and couldn't do anything, I started drawing again. And um, it was at that time that I met uh, Tina, my wife, Tina, and we just started talking and I would, tell her about my adventures with the superior seven and all my friends from high school and traveling the country and doing shows and how much fun it was. And she's like, well, why don't you do it again? So that's how Hasm productions was born. Nice man. And you decided to, you know, uh, to, to start out doing more like children's stuff. And I got to say, I mean, yeah, this is a uh, more familiar with, you, you know, your, your, your illustrating, you know, I got to say you yes. kind of got like a tiny tunes type of steez to you. And yeah. I dig it. I dig it quite a bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, being that that's that's my my, my my generation of you know I mean, uh, and now I'm passing that on to, to to my kids watching Tiny Toons again for the first time and uh, dating oh, myself yeah. 25 years or so and <laughs> it's uh. Well, I'm a, I'm a Looney Tunes fan, so. Oh man, I see. Yeah. I I love all of that stuff, and when I oh, see yeah. your your art style, I, it very much reminds me of that. So it's you know it has that nostalgic type of feel to it for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. Cool. That I'm doing something right. <laughs> no, no, you're doing it all right. You're doing it all right for sure. And I know that for the most part, we're here to promote Roadkill Rampage and your adult books or more adult driven books. Um, uh, but I mean, we we can't go without recognizing, you know, what 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 got you into this to begin with. And uh, I mean, this is this is stuff I'm going to be showing my kids for sure. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I mean, That's good. Yeah. No. This yeah. is it's just fun stuff. Yeah, it's it's fun. I I, I really enjoy the, the kid friendly stuff because I'm just a big goofball. Um, you know, I'm just a big kid, and I love writing the kids stories. And the, the our second kids book, Pitter Patter, it's just a, a, a buddy cat book, just two cats around going around the house and just their adventures, you know, going throughout the house. And uh, it's they're kind of like a Abbott and Costello group. There's a straight guy and a goofball, and and they just play off of each other and they're based off of our cats here in the house and I love it. It's just a blast. Yeah, man. I mean, I I think more people should do stuff like that. I mean, I, there's there's stories right in front of us all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh and I mean, so the the fact that you're out there doing it, I I I love it and I love the way you do it as well. I do I I I love <laughs> the cool cartoon beans. style is is very much I, don't get me wrong. I love the Jim Lee very comic book type of Oh, you know, I do too. DC way and the Marvel way. But the thing that draws my eye the most is obs- just obscure art and, you know, your non-traditional type of style. More the, And really the more cartoony, the better without it being, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to explain I just I just like off the beaten path type of stuff. And yeah. it, it, you're, I know when uh, I, it was Kevin from NSCLiveTV.com, uh, he's the one that hooked me up with uh you and tina and right. uh yeah no i mean he sent me that i was like absolutely this is awesome <laughs> uh so yeah no it's 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 a small world how that all worked out but yeah no i'm i'm, I'm this is awesome well i want to talk about um hasm so you guys you guys started your your own your own uh well your, your own label essentially yeah um we uh yeah, it, 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 it's it's what we had back in the 90s. We I had a our company was called Imagine This Productions, and um, it was it, it was that way because I wanted to do more than comics. And we we eventually you know when we branched out to coloring comics, um, you know it was a, the the name was appropriate. So we called Hasm Hasm Productions for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've kind of dropped the productions, and it's just it's just Hasm now. Um, and yeah, I mean our goal is to um, bring other young creators under the umbrella of Hasm and tutor them, uh, and, and, uh, under, under our tutelage, uh, get them experience and stuff. And Amon and his wife, Lish, um, they're, they've brought their book, uh, Arcana Barcaro over under the umbrella of Hasm. And, uh, issue one of that is available on the website, Hasm.com. And, uh, he and, Amon and his wife are currently working on issue two of that right now. And um, that's, a, that's a really good book. It's just about a, a, an evil entity that has existed since time memoriam. And it, through the eons and generations, it has evolved and grown and learned. And we join the story in the 1800s. Uh, there's an undertaker who uh, has encountered this entity before. And it shows up again in his town. And uh, uh, you have to figure out what form it shows up in, and uh, 
it's a pretty interesting book. Um, so issue one is is available at Hasm, and uh, issue two will be available sometime this fall. I hope um, they're they're cranking away on it right now. Right on. Right on, man. Um, so uh, now I, I have to ask you, as uh, not just an independent creator, but uh, you know, creating comics, but really just starting this this umbrella company. Um, with with the, the the state of the union as it is right now, and DC doing their little shakeup situation and kicking a leg out on, under Diamond, uh, do you, are you one of those people that kind of feel like we're gonna get this indie revolution? You know, while the top two are kind of on top of the hill battling each other <laughs> do, you, do you think this is the time for the indies to to you know even the ones that aren't currently distributed by diamond yeah. like yourself i mean i because i personally yeah. feel like this is the time for all of uh, all of you guys to shine and step i up. think so uh, i think it's been time even before the COVID pandemic it was leaning towards that way anyway Oh, definitely. Um, I, I've because, been saying it for way too long, but yeah. yeah, because there are there are. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, you know, I'm a, I'm, I've been a Marvel zombie since I was five years old. Um, you know, and I read the big two, uh, Marvel more than DC. But you get it's you get tired of the same old thing. How many times can the Batman defeat the Joker? Right. You know, and how many times can the Avengers beat Kang? You know, and and if you get tired of reading that stuff over and over and over again, your thirst you thirst for something different, something unique, and the indie market is perfect for that because, I mean, you got everything from you know, what we do with peanut pudding and jelly and, and our can of Akira and and our other book on chain Roku Rampage and then. You go down the artist alley and you've got, you know, Hellboy and you've got Metal Shark Bro and you've got Chew and you've got all this other stuff that are completely 180 degrees from each other. And they're all awesome. Um, I, I've just got to stop you for a second, and I, I love that you just said Metal Shark Bro because I just got my Kickstarter book in the and I literally <laughs> just read Volume Two yesterday, yes. and that's what I'll be doing after I get off the the horn with you is recording the Metal Shark Bro trade negotiations part two. Um, nice. Metal Shark Bro is oh dude, <laughs> I, I just I just had to give I I, I love when somebody else besides me says Metal and you Shark know, Bro. Bob is a. Uh... Bob came to, a, to some of the earlier uh, Cincinnati creators meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget he's from Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know that he's from Cincinnati. Well, that's where I he's at he's, now. Yeah, that's where he's at now. Yeah. I think he's somewhere from the East Coast, but yeah, he lives in Cincinnati currently. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I see. I'm I'm due to chat with him. I, I know I've got Walter coming up here in a in a couple of weeks. I got it's it's time for Bob and Kevin to come back as well. Metal Shark Bros the shit. Tell Bob I said hey when you talk to him. I will do. <laughs> we'll do. See, this is see these are my points. So this is actually going to this is a, kind of a nice segue. I'm going to veer off for just a second. But um the, the community in which indie creators have, you know, uh, w- with each other. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's very very important to to, to keep these bonds. Uh, now, right now, it's really hard to. I mean, uh, cons are the biggest thing for that, and obviously that kind of leads me to the whole COVID crisis and the co- uh, Corona effect. Um, I mean, is this uh, being somebody? Uh, how do I put? That? Were were you somebody reliant on the con circuit uh, financially when it came down to this time of year? Because I know a lot of artists and creators are. Uh, yes, we were. Yeah. Um, and we had worked all winter long on these books. Yeah. And, you know, we were ready to, uh, you know, hit the convention trail 
uh, right about this time with all these new books, and that didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, you no, have to drop see, back and punt and, and reconfigure everything. Yeah, this is rough. I'm, I'm not sure where, where Cincinnati's at as far as, you know, what, what, what their state's doing with this whole thing. I know Denver's keeps going back and forth on lockdown. Like, we just started closing down bars again. Uh, this is, like, just this last weekend um, uh, would have been Comic-Con for us here in Denver. So yeah. it's it's ex- there's a big cloud over over us this, this weekend. Um, oh, for sure. But, uh, it's a I big mean, void. It is. It really is. I just saw something that they're going to attempt to do something digitally now because they essentially they moved Denver's out to Thanksgiving, and then people realized why would we go to Comic Con during Black Friday and all this, and then right. yeah, Colorado just essentially just canceled it. So now we're doing it digitally. But I mean, okay. it's it, the big my my point to all of this is it's not just so much. Uh, you know, financially, either these cons are important as it is that the, the community in which creatives get together and new ideas are spawned and birthed. And um, so and the, the, it just reminded me when you say, hey, you know, oh, yeah, Bob's here in Cincinnati and we got together and, we, you know, I'd seen him a few times. And I mean, these these cons are just super important for that. And yeah, yeah. Oh, well, man. you know, we do um, we we do still have the. Uh, Cincinnati comic creators meetups. That's good. Um, we're next 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 Tuesday, as a matter of fact, nice, we, a week from tonight, we're, we're going to have the July one. So we've been doing it all all through the pandemic. All right. Um, well, as and long- it's uh, yeah, everybody just uh, grabs a beer or, or or whatever they're drinking and brings it to the video screen or the computer screen, and we sit there and just you know we we show off each other's pets and. <laughs> We show off each other's artwork and nice, man. whatever toys we've ordered from Amazon or whatever. <laughs> right on. You know, we just we just just vibe off of each other for about an hour or so, an hour or two. Yeah, and it's uh, it's good. much needed. Yeah. It, see, that's that's really assuring for me to hear that there. I mean, you guys are still maintaining that that that, that um, relationship. Uh, yes. Because man, I. I I have this fear, uh, this god-awful fear that there's just going to be... I mean, even if you take out the factor of uh, questionable distribution methods, um, I mean, just because there's been no cons and creative gatherings, there's going to be a lack of stuff being made because well, <laughs> because not, of it. Not, not from the people that I know. <laughs> Good, that, see, that's, that's assuring to me. That's what yeah, I need we, to hear. Uh, I, you know, I tell people when I talk to them that we've ramped up since oh. the pandemic. Um, I mean, my day, we've man. got, yeah, we've got, so we've got Roadkill Rampage. We just wrapped up Unchained. We've got, I'm currently working on the script for issue three of Roadkill Rampage. I got to jump back into um, Pitter Patter and start working on that. Um, we've got another young gentleman we're bringing under Hasm, help, helping him in his thing. Nice. Um, we're on. We're online now, doing all these podcasts, and the website's finally up and running. Hasm.com. So for all your listeners, go check out Hasm.com. All the books are available for order on Hasm.com. Um, and we're just we're we're just we're, we're in. Our pencils are not down. <laughs> that's awesome, man. See, that's that's what I like to hear because I, I really I just I've had this gut feeling that um, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just going to be people going, well, I didn't get to hang out with my buddies this year. And, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I mean, yes, Zoom is still a thing, obviously, as you, you know, pretty much just mentioned. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just, I, 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 I feared uh, 
motivation due to depression <laughs> from career. Well, there there has been that. I mean, and I, I'll be honest with you. I I you know the first week or so, you know, I I found myself walking around in circles a couple yeah. of days, and then it's just like, you know, well, what do you do? You you, you just it, you just adapt. You know, uh, uh, yeah, adapt or die. So yeah. we uh, we just you know we we, we had everything just about ready to go to the printer and, and and it's like well you know what let's make the most of the situation you know let's it's life has handed us a stack of lemons let's make some kick-ass lemonade because we got time on our hands now and and once we get back out on the con circuit we're going to have more to offer than we would have initially so that's a good thing and you just have to make the most of it um realize that you know with every storm there's a silver lining and uh you know, our goal is to be be as productive as we can be and get as much as we can get done done. So when we finally do hit that first convention, you know, we've got double what we had before as far as books on the table. Nice. See, that's a great way of looking at it for sure. Now, yeah. that that well, that's that's the mentality of a, a winning company and a uh, successful creator. Um, there's there's a lot of people out there that really just kind of use this as an excuse to roll over and not do stuff anymore. And yeah. um, I'm I'm out searching for the ones that are still pounding pavement and yeah. working and harder than they would before. And that's not to say that you're not allowed a couple of days of wallowing in self pity. Um, oh no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs that. You yeah, know, you need to kick rocks and and chew nails for a couple of days. But as long as it's just a couple of days, and then you you get up out of bed like a big, big person and you just go, go to tackle life. And like I said, adapt or die. Yep. Yep. No, yeah, I dig it, man. See, that's the, I, I've got a lot of faith in you, Rodney, just because of that mentality <laughs> there. I do. <laughs> um, and I, man, your versatility, your versatility, versatility, Jesus, I've been talking too much today. <laughs> versatility, uh, between, you know, the, 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 the children's books and then going on to write like real life horror, um, it, it's just, it speaks volumes for, for who you are, uh, just in these, what, what, less than 30 minutes so far on this. So, um, oh, thank I'm, you I'm, very I'm, much. Oh, no, I, this, it's been my pleasure. Um, so, you know, I want to kind of talk about doing the, the indie thing a little bit more, cause I am, I'm fascinated with somebody that goes on to start a, start a label. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> right now it's, it's, it's a market for, for new ideas in, in, in Hollywood. Um, I, I mean, is this something... Because immediately I saw Roadkill Rampage as something that should be adapted. Immediately. It just yes. seems like something that, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sam Raimi needs to take on. <laughs> it, it well, I'm feel, not going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a Sam Raimi type of flick. It yeah. does. It's. It feels like it could be silly and serious at the same time. Um, campy, but at the same time, scare the shit out of you. Uh, yeah, it, it feels, uh, it just feels like that type of story. So is this something that you've had in mind at all, or are you just kind of going with the flow and I don't know when I, when, when, when the story came to me, it's, it, it comes to me as a movie. Oh, nice. Um, and I, um, I, and I, I had to tone back a lot of the dialogue cause I'm a, I'm a dialogue guy. Um, mm. a lot of people have said, I, Right, very Quentin Tarantino-ish. Uh, gotcha. use, there's a lot of a lot of information you can divulge in dialogue and stuff that you don't necessarily have to show. And 
and when the characters start talking to me, I get blocks. I block out the scenes in my head, um, much like a cinematographer does for a movie. Um, and there's, you know, Amon, Amon had the freedom to draw what he wanted, but I thumbnailed out everything just as a guide. And I tell him it's a guide; it's not a roadmap. But there are a few instances throughout the book where I do want what I want. Oh yeah, and he was completely understanding with that and was like totally dude it's you know it's your story and and i respect that and but you know i want to play too and i'm like hey you are completely welcome to play (laughs) so we you know we 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 gelled really well together so that's very reassuring very comforting but yeah i uh this this one came to me this one i see this one in my head as a movie Um, totally I know I do. Uh, immediately, I just, uh, immediately, it just felt it just felt like a, a screenplay waiting to happen. So right on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, and I mean it too. So uh, I, you know, now you and Amon, I, I know you mentioned earlier you guys shared a lot of your influences, um, and you know that's why you guys have clicked so well on this. Um, well, what 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 are some of those influences? Who 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 are they? Because I mean, I, uh, I, mo- movie wise, for me. Um, I would say John Carpenter, okay. Alfred Hitchcock God, for the nice. horror, the horror genre of stuff. Uh, obviously, Quentin Tarantino, Spielberg, um, Lucas. Obviously, um, I'm, I'm of the original trilogy generation, so um, you know um, that that group. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola and Scorsese. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just, it's the images and everything are so vivid in my mind and I get frustrated at myself because I can't translate what's in my mind on the paper. So I'm smart enough to go, well, Hey, this guy can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's team up. (laughs) Yep. That that works out well, especially like I said, when you guys kind of share the same uh, influences so you guys kind of yeah i mean he would get the ideas that you had when you would portray it in the ways that oh you yeah do, so. yeah because he, he he shares the same influences um and that that was just the comp or the uh movie film end of it but as far as comics go we were both fans of the old ec comics okay um bernie wrightson right um on. jack davis um you know uh what's his name gene gene colon and all those guys that really thrived back in the seventies doing that old, all those horror comics and stuff. Um, you know, I mean, and I'm a, I was a big fan of John Byrne and his run on the X-Men and fantastic four and alpha flight and stuff like that. And what he did with teen books, superhero teen books was a huge influence on me, which is where the superior seven came from back in the nineties. All right. Um, so yeah, his, his ability to juggle, cast of 12 characters was stunning to me so so what kind of what what influenced you to do uh, more of a, a children's type of style then was there was there a, a creator? because that's more my wheelhouse as okay. far as art goes um gotcha I, I, I mean i can i can illustrate with the best of them you know uh give me a a, a good comic fine liner and and you know i can i can kick out a killer Aquaman or nice. you know, whoever. Um, but as far as like taking stuff out of my head and 
putting it down on paper. I'm more of a cartoony guy. I, Michael Golden was one of my biggest influences as an artist growing up. Gotcha. Um, Alberto Ramos and Chris Pachalo are big influences now. Jason Pearson. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, no. See, I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah, no. See, and I, I totally get that too, man. I uh, see that's that that's what i'm saying like i'm i'm attracted to the you know the the off the beaten path type of style for sure yeah. like the rob Gillerys and the, yes. the afu chans and all of them so yeah man there's there <laughs> i dig it i dig it you're you're definitely up there with them i <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate that <laughs> no uh, well for sure um so uh <laughs> Man, uh, the influence. This is awesome, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm loving. I'm loving how you found somebody uh, to to do your first horror book. That you, I mean, you're just so in tune with, and it just goes to show how important community is in this in this industry oh, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, you know, and These that's the thing. If you can, I, you know, I I like to draw, and I'm pretty good at what I do. But I have a small enough ego to realize that, you know, there are a ton of people out there that are much better than me, and you're if I could put together a good team and with a vision for a book, a particular style or whatever, then that's priceless, you know, yeah. because you can't do it all, you know, and for a long time I did do it all. And, you know, our production schedule suffered for it. So, you know, I would rather be working on four or five books at the same time and only drawing one or two and having four or five books in production than, than slaving over the table and trying to get two books done. Yep. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's funner to create, you know, uh, multiple things at the same time. So, you know, to bounce back and forth on different projects. I love it. Right on, man. And when you find an artist that you just have this, you know, this, this uh, relationship with, and you guys just, you kind of finish each other's sentences when you're talking about story ideas you know you got something so yep, yep. no those uh, those uh, uh uh creator duo combos are, are priceless when they when they do come around because uh, yeah, i mean there, there's a few out there that you know you just want to always see just always work together like we always want to see john layman work with rob guillory obviously right. you know that's not always going to be the case but there's just uh, some just work well together and i could see <laughs> I could see Roadkill Rampage spawning something uh, in incredible, incredible, because it's just it awesome. works so well, man. I, I really do dig it genuinely, cool. and like cool. I said, cool. I'm Good a guy that, uh, that I usually gotta have color, and this is this is a grayscale book, and it's 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 beautiful. It really it works. is. It works. Yep. Yeah. It, it well, does. I'm so glad to hear how much you like it because you know all winter long we were saying tina and i were saying to ourselves well okay our friends all like it but they're all our friends you know let's get it into strangers hands and see what they think about it and i mean overwhelmingly it's been positive so well, that's uh, very reassuring now um we got to talk about this how are we going to get this in strangers hands man well we are going to be launching a kickstarter for roadkill rampage on july 21st right on Yes, so we're uh, going to be launching that and having all kind of goodies uh, available there. So everybody keep an eye out for that. We'll be posting updates for it. And uh, actually sitting here working on stuff for it right as we speak. Nice, man. Well, um, uh, all of the, the links and all of that stuff um, and the, the, you know, the, 
um, early bird stuff, or however you may do it, uh, send it to me, and it's going to be in the, the show notes so people could jump on that. This, right this, on. Um, awesome. Thank you. I'm actually going to air this episode uh, the right after we record this. Um, it'll be okay. up the next day. Because okay. I, 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 want, I want this to have as much steam as possible going into your Kickstarter. Sweet, I appreciate uh, that. Oh, for sure. No, I'm, uh, this is this is something that, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I really want to see get funded because um, I, I'm excited. I know I want a I want a copy of it. Uh, <laughs> this is this is right up my alley for sure. Um, what, what what kind of goal do you guys have for this? Because I know Kickstarter ranges. I mean, what what kind of goals are you shooting for? We're on setting this? a thousand dollar goal. Oh, um, psh, that's modest as heck, man. Yeah, and and that I mean that thing is is is, you know, it's it's to pay for the printing and the distribution and uh, of of the the books and and uh, anything over and above that is going to be sunk right back into, you know, paying Amon to do, Amon to do issue two. You know, right um, I'm not you know we're not going to go buy cars or anything with it <laughs> we're, gonna, we're putting it right back into the business so it's just uh you know we don't we don't we're not greedy um we just uh we, we need what we need for what we need it for and it's it's for the fans to give you more roadkill rampage and to keep pumping out uh, the books and doing what we do so you know if we ask for less and receive more then that's always a good thing um never want to seem never want to seem greedy so um, just ask for what you need, and that's that's what we need. That's awesome, man. Well, I I have no doubts that you know you're you're gonna surpass your uh, <laughs> your goals greatly. I, this is this is good stuff. I'm pretty sure I, I know a few slurs that are gonna jump on from you know, <laughs> gonna awesome. jump on this. This this just sounds like something that I would talk about and buy off the shelf. Sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna, just, this will make you happy. I'm I'm doing a a pinup. For the book as well and it, it'll it's it's gonna be in there i think it's gonna be in the book so oh nice man nice i can't wait to see the finished product i can't yeah, wait you, to hold it you get um, my version of my version of ace on the on the pinup i love it oh man um, um you got me all you got me all excited <laughs> i got you now huh? <laughs> <laughs> you had me before but now i'm uh <laughs> yeah now i'm checking my bank account and making sure <laughs> Oh man! Um, right on, right on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean, you're 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 in the comic book industry, no doubt. Yes, you 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 have a side gig. You, you still got to pay the bills. You're like you just said, you're not greedy. You're not doing comics for the money. But that doesn't make you not a comic book creator and not a professional. So, um, right. have you thought about where you what you want your legacy to be in the professional comic book industry? Is there something that you want to tackle before it's all said and done? Or, um, I mean, what, what kind of goals do you have set for for you as a comic book creator? I think the goals that I have set are to just be able to continue doing what I do and uh, impressing people with uh, my versatility. Um, and, you know, you mentioned it earlier that, you know, I, I, I do think a it's lot pronounced of versatility. Things. Versatility. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, just um, respect it among, amongst my peers um, as uh, a valid creator. Um, and you know, that's really, well, I mean, what more can you ask for? Obviously financial security is, is great. 
you know, but, um, you know, in 40 years when I'm gone, you know, somebody can say, oh, yeah, I remember that dude, man. He did this and that and that and this. And, man, his stuff was pretty good. He was he knew what he was doing. He was all right. You know, um, that's uh, I think that's enough for me. You know, there's um, nothing wrong with that, man. There's no, nothing wrong I, with that. I love creating. I love going to shows and I've never met a stranger. I love meeting people. I love influencing the kids and and you know give impromptu art lessons as sitting there at the tables and stuff like that and i'm just i'm all about community and and vibing with other creators and and all that man i just love i just love going to shows and being at shows you're just a dude that loves the industry man yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. so happen I've, I've to been, have the the talent to 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 you know create yep. within it and that's, that's dabble that's in amazing. it for as long as i've dabbled in it <laughs> that's that's amazing that's something to be envied by because i i fear that or i don't fear I, i'm i'm 98 certain that all the haters out there that you know the, the the social media trolls that and podcasters that just talk shit about creators and all that they're just people that aren't talented enough to make their own comic yeah so, and, and i just don't you know i don't i don't have time for that yeah. i uh you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and I respect your opinion. Um, and, you know, if you if you want to say something nasty about me or whatever, that's fine. You know, <laughs> it's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop us. We, we we do what we do. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I'm friends with everybody, and until I'm given a reason not to be, and uh, you know, and I still try to patch things up and make things work. But you know, if you just want to be a nasty to be nasty then i just don't have time my day for you there's there's too much good in the world to let the negative drag you into the abyss and the abyss is deep mm-hmm. and i've been in the abyss a few times and it's hard to get out of and my goal one of my goals you asked what one of my goals is one of my goals is to never get sucked down into that abyss again and you know staying positive and staying creative um, and staying around like-minded people is one of the keys to staying out of the abyss. But you're, I like it, man. I like it. You yeah. d- you've got the right mentality for sure. You've you've got you've got a successful creator's mentality. I dig yes. it. I've got a lot of faith in you, Rod. <laughs> I do. Well, I, I I can't wait to much. see your name on <laughs> on, on, on titles all lights. over the place. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, do you aspire to maybe? I mean, I know. It, I don't. How would how does it work if you own a label and you know, say another creator outside of whatever uh, says, hey, I got this image book I'm working on and I want you to, to write it for me. Is that something you'd ever be interested in or, or are you oh, very... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I, I, just, I would make time. <laughs> right on. I wasn't sure where, because I don't know if I've ever... I mean, I've talked to a few people that, you know, have started their own labels for sure. Like I've talked to Lewis Cruz who has Cruz in comics and all of that um but I, I mean yeah some people are like oh no i want i just only want to make my own books i don't care to write any anybody else no books, i'm so. i'm i'm open for all offers you right know on. um anybody that tells you they wouldn't want to write spider-man for a year is lying to you yeah. <laughs> you know uh, you're right you're 100 percent right <laughs> because you know even even if you're not really crazy about the character just the the juice that that would bring to you and your name yep. you know Yep. is is worth its weight in gold um you know and i like spider-man so yeah <laughs> I, could, I could write spider-man you know there's i don't i you know if if given the proper parameters and you know I, I and i don't mean to sound arrogant and i hesitate because you know somebody will catch this and turn it into something it's not but <laughs> you know i i mean 
I would think that I could write Spider-Man or, you know, an Avenger story or, you know, a good Batman story or whatever. You know, it's just the opportunities out there. Um, and and uh, the best way to get to those opportunities is to be prepared. And to be prepared is to continue doing what we do is yep. create. So that's right, man. Uh, you're 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 on the right path, Rodney. You are you are on the right path. I I I fully believe that it won't be long in the next time we're talking on this show. We're gonna be talking about, like I said, we're we're gonna have some <laughs> we're gonna have some stories. Let's put it that way. Um, as soon as Roadkill Rampage is is in people's hands, uh, it, it's I think it's it's all downhill, man. Uh, you're <laughs> you've you've got Sounds good, good to me. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> right on. I've spoken. This is what it is. <laughs> um, before I let you go, I want to kind of, I, I do, I do this thing where I just kind of throw out some rapid fire questions. They're pretty white bread for the most part. They're just kind of, you know, very standard comic booky type of questions. But at the okay. same time, it still lets, it still lets the listeners know where you are on a, you know, a, a, I mean, just as a fan. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, just the first thing that comes to mind. Um, without really thinking as little, really as little as possible. Um, so what was the, uh, what was the last comic that you read? Last comic that I read was issue one of Metal Shark Bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, we got the trades last week too. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's, it's good stuff. Uh, I, I just, never mind. I almost said, I almost spoiled something. No, nope, nope. <laughs> Nope, not on this show. Careful. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite single issue comic that you've read? The one that, that hit you the most? That's really stuck with you. Avengers Annual Ten. Wow. You, yeah. you, you knew that one right off the bat, man. I like oh, yeah. that. Oh that's, yeah. That's usually the hardest question for people, or it's the easiest question. <laughs> I've bought several copies of it. I've cut it up and hung it on my wall several times. I've probably drawn every panel in the book. Uh, Michael Golden artwork at its best. Man. A phenomenal story introducing Rogue. Um, it's great, great, great book. That's if awesome. If you have not read it or are not aware of it, go out and get you a copy right now. Avengers Annual 10. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm writing that down just so I can go back and find it. Uh, uh, yeah, I got to know. I got to know now. <laughs> um. So who's the, the best hero in comics? I don't necessarily mean superhero, but I mean... Captain the, America. Captain America, right on. You knew yes. that answer too. See yes. the, <laughs> what he, a, he fights the good fight regardless of the consequences. Right yeah. on. That's not. That's, you know, if, that, he, if he knows his government is up to no good, you know, as a patriot, he 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 stands for what's right, and I, you can't get a better quality in a character than standing for what's right against the. Uh, the armies of of uh, doubt and fear and hate and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, Captain America. Right on. I like that answer. Uh, what about villain? Who's who's the best shithead in comics? Oh man. Oh. Now see, I'd have to think about that one. Um. <laughs> this is this, this could be a tough one too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I, 
I'm not going to say the Joker because that's too easy. I mean, um, it's it, it's still an acceptable answer. It's it's an easy answer. It's well, it's, an it's acceptable, he, but you know, it's he's he he has he's not all there. So mm. his 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 he has reasons for the way he is. Uh, to me, a villain is somebody who has all of their faculties, and is just. A mean son of a bitch because he's a mean son of a bitch. Know, like Lex, a kingpin you know, or a <laughs> kingpin or Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah they they've got all their faculties and they're just evil people. Yep. You know that's yep. more interesting to me than than uh, you know the Joker. I love the Joker, but you know uh, that the dynamic of uh, well, he's just crazy. Uh, you know that's that's too easy for me. My opinion. Uh, that's. Like, Perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable. So, would you say like a Lex Luthor then? Yeah, I would say Lex Luthor or uh, um, the Kingpin. Right on. Uh, see, I, 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 I'm a Kingpin Penguin kind of guy. Like, I like the guys yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. When the, you know, uh, you know the Kingpin's backstory and his motivations and stuff. Um, um, you know that John Byrne had a saying that the the man is more important than the super. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that applies to the supervillain as well. You know, your super, your superhero is only as good as your supervillain is bad. Yep. So, yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, see, I, I'm digging these answers. Now I've got the most important one, and who's the best Looney Tune? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, you're right. You, you, you're right. <laughs> never, never, never been bested in battle. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 the answer for sure. <laughs> he he is the hair that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this has been fun, Rodney. This has been a lot of fun, man. Um, yes, I I agree. It has been a blast. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, well, I, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy. You're creating comics. You you've got a side gig too, because I mean, comics don't really pay the bills and right. you're not really looking to make money off of them you just got a story to tell and that's that's yeah. extremely admirable yeah. man um i will be blasting out this kickstarter so every post you put out it's gonna be followed by a share from cheers to comics man i'm i'm gonna be championing your book from the uh for the entire month for the entire 30-day nice. period nice. so that's so awesome to hear we really appreciate that uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy to do it. I love me a good old fashioned metal type of book, and Roadkill Rampage is it's pretty metal, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. It, it, and I it's... I just got to tell you real quick that I I listened to you, the uh, podcast with uh, Josh on Chew. And, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> John, and uh, I was just it, your your love for that book just was infectious. I mean, I I read the book and and all that too so i I dig the book as well but uh, your passion for it was just really infectious right on well see that's that's a big reason why i do this because i i i I do it because i I genuinely truly love it and i know what these books do for me so if i could pass on that to someone else then that that, that's what what this is all about that's all i I, i'm not in i don't podcast to make money either i got i'm lucky i got some awesome sponsors and stuff but um, I've got side gigs too. <laughs> it's I, I do it because I love it, man. And so I, for you absolute. to say that 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 means the the absolute world to me. So it means if what I'm doing is working. 
So Absolutely, for I appreciate sure. that, Rodney. So no much, problem. man. Um, we're going to be in touch for sure. Uh, I'll let you know when all of this goes up. Uh, please keep me posted on everything Roadkill Rampage so I can keep this going, man. In the meantime, do. Uh, do you have any social medias that you'd like to shout out where other people could possibly follow you or jump on yeah, the, the mailing we're list? On, uh, I'm on uh, Instagram at Rodney Fike, Rodney underscore Fike on Instagram and the art of Rodney Fike on Facebook and uh, hasm.com is the website. Uh, go to the website and check out all the books. They're all available for purchase. Well, not all of them. Um, uh, Pitter Patter and Peanut Pudding and Jelly are available for purchase and our can of Akira is available for purchase issue one of that. And then uh, very soon, uh, Unchained and Roadkill Rampage and the Roadkill Rampage Kickstarter will be launching July 21st. Nice. Nice. Right on. Right on, Rodney. All right, brother. I appreciate you so much for having me, and I appreciate what you do and how you do it. Uh, Man, I appreciate you, Rodney. You don't stop creating. We'll be in touch, brother. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Hey, cheers. Bye-bye. All right. There we have it. Another creator has been cornered. Episode 207 in the books. Uh, Like I said, guys, go out and see what Rodney Fike's all about. This this dude... (laughs) He knows how to write a whole lot of fun when it comes to horror. Uh, that that that's for damn sure. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna check out his kids' books as well. Admittedly, I'm not uh, ultra familiar with peanut pudding, peanut butter pudding, <laughs> peanut pudding and jelly. Sorry, I'm, I have a hard time with that one. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it definitely it, it sounds like a lot of fun, no doubt. Um, so, yes, go out and support Rodney Fike, jump on the Kickstarter, I will have all of that information located in the show notes. As it gets brought to me, I'll be updating all of that. Also, follow the Cheers to Comics podcast on Twitter at Cheers to Comics, and join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. And, you know, I'll be sharing all that out in there as well. Um, also, uh, jump on the Cheers to Comics auctions on Mondays and Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's just a random thing I started doing, and it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun, so hop on in there. Do it and just join the, you know, like the Cheers to Comics Facebook page, join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, and, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, also, support the podcast by joining Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics, as well as leaving five-star reviews anywhere you can leave a review, Apple being the big one, they are the overlord, they dictate what's good, apparently. So, uh, do the podcast a favor and join Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics, and also, um, yeah, man, uh, five-star reviews, five-star reviews. So, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this here, this here show. So, y'all slurred, stay safe. As always, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Lids Gaming Arena. 